Listen, there's a great work to be done. As soon as you win this court battle, you must deliver this message. Take advantage of this opportunity and declare a powerful message to this world. He expects more of us. He believes we can do more. Who's going to stop Christ? Who's going to stop Christ from getting this work done? This is Behind the Work. Hello again, everyone, and thank you so much for joining on another edition of Behind Armstrong College. I'm Parker Campbell. Glad to be with you today. On the last program, we talked a little bit about Celtic Throne and the involvement of the students in that particular uh, facet of the work. But on this program, we're going to talk to you more about the custodians. Landscapers, custodians, they both play a major role in beautifying this campus and keeping it clean and pristine and presentable and really reflecting the God-level standard of cleanliness and beauty that God intends his campus to reflect. The landscapers are, of course, dealing with what you see on the outside predominantly, but the custodians deal most of all with what's on the inside of these buildings. And so they play a major role, and we'd like to share with you a little bit today what they've shared with us regarding how they, uh, the different opportunities that they have being on custodial, the different experiences they have, the, the, the learning that they do on custodial, what it's like. And, and, and so you'll get a little bit of a insight into their life, their daily role as custodians here on the campus. You'll have to excuse my voice. It's a little bit stuffy today. I'm not really sure why, but uh, I woke up a little bit stuffier than usual, so bear with me there, please. Well, to start, though, I'd like to mention a few things about this campus, and it's uh, this, this year itself marks the 20th anniversary of the Philadelphia Church of God headquarters campus. So it's a special year for the campus, and uh, the PCG purchased this property here in Logan County for a new headquarters and college campus back in 2000. Pastor General Gerald Flurry, he signed the contract for 38 acres on January the 29th, excuse me, June the 29th of that year, and then purchased an additional 120 acres three months later. So pretty quick expansion here on the campus of the land. In a July 2000 sermon, Mr. Flurry had this to say, quote, He said, we want to thank God for what he's given us. Thank God for the gift of that land. We prayed for it. We beseeched God, and I think most all of us just asked God to fulfill his will. We didn't want it if God didn't want it. He answered those prayers. So God was really dead set on getting a campus that we could do his work on and from. And he blessed us greatly, of course, over the past 20 years. We've seen this campus expand and improve and grow and really uh, progress and advance to new heights. There's been buildings added across the years. Over the course of the years, various landscape uh, projects have been undertaken and have really helped to beautify this campus. The acreage north of the Edmond city limits was a rolling hayfield with scattered small cedar and oak trees and two small lakes when we first got started. So there wasn't much here. The church's late chief financial officer, Mr. Tim Thompson, he negotiated the purchase back in 2000. 
And at the time, he said, quote, In a couple of years, you won't recognize this place. Five years and it will be a paradise. End quote. And boy, was he right. You look at the campus nowadays and you can't hardly believe that it's in Edmond, Oklahoma. Little old Edmond, Oklahoma, in the middle of the United States. Uh, Oklahoma isn't always the state thought of to be the most gorgeous state in the U.S. But you look at little Edmond right here. You look at this college campus in particular and you can see that there's something special with it. God has really blessed and prospered this campus over the years. And really, you can see his fingerprints all across the campus. Every road, every sidewalk, in and out of every single building, you can tell that God has really blessed this campus. Today, the church's headquarters campus covers 170 acres. Over the past 20 years, the church has built six major buildings. The first one was the John Amos Fieldhouse, which opened in 2001, our first building. Followed by that was the mail processing center, so we could uh, uh, get the mail out to the world and get this literature that we produce out to this world. The mail processing center is actually where we, uh, where we produce KPCG, like this program. It's the, uh, the hub on the campus for the radio. After the Mail Processing Center came the Hall of Administration, and then the Barbara Fleury Memorial Hall, and then after that was Armstrong Auditorium, the, the uh, brilliant, magnificent, stunning building that you first see when you come on the campus here, and then also the Dwight Armstrong Performing Arts Conservatory. That was the most recent building addition. That's where a lot of the, the musical production takes place, and so it's been a, a wonderful asset to the work to the progress of the work, and it's been very helpful over the past few years that we've had that building. So all of these buildings that I just mentioned are in constant use. Somebody has to clean them, all 117,000 square feet of them. It's no small living space at all, and the students do a major part of that cleaning. The custodial department, they work very hard throughout the week. And as the staff members and student assistants inside these buildings are recording and taping, typing, designing, drawing, printing, packing mail, posting, mailing things, and storing and cooking, students in the custodial department are polishing and dusting, scrubbing and stocking, and keeping the halls and the buildings clean and pristine, the environment beautiful. On the inside, for us to work as efficiently and productively as we possibly can. You know, you have a clean, happy workspace, you have clean, happy work. It's a a pretty basic principle, but it does absolutely have credence. And thanks to these custodians, these buildings stay in great shape all across the campus. The department includes eight uh, Armstrong College students, and each one of them spends 20 hours a week cleaning campus buildings while classes are in session, and then 40 hours a week during the breaks. So I'd like to give you a few clips now of these custodians and uh, share a little bit with you what they've shared with us. And the first one I'd like to give you is from Bill Wallace. He's a junior here at the college, and he talks in this clip about the opportunities um, custodial gives him to be a better leader, to improve and develop his leadership potential. 
It's given me a lot of leadership opportunity, actually, because I've been in custodial quite a while now, and just being able to work with other people, you know, within the job, you know, just being able to show them, you know, what the, you know, just just little things. It's a lot of little things, honestly, little things that, you know, may not seem a whole lot at first, but really go a long way in just maintaining the building. So as you heard there from uh, Bill, all these little opportunities go a long way in helping him to grow in leadership and to, to learn better how to serve and lead the crew. He's underneath, underneath Mr. Lamberth. He, Mr. Lamberth is the overall custodial crew boss, and Bill does uh, help with making sure things get done right below Mr. Lamberth. So. So Bill does a, a, a great job. He's a great leader within the custodial crew, crew. And as he said there, there's a lot of opportunities for leadership growth. The building on campus with the highest quality finishes and highest standards of cleanliness is Armstrong Auditorium. Students push brooms, mops, and yellow vacuums over its 44,775 square feet of marble floors and purple carpet carpets. They polish water fountains until they are as reflective as the mirrors above them. They wipe fingerprints from cherry wood paneling and ride lifts 40 feet into the air to squeegee windows. They really strive for a God-level cleanliness, especially in the auditorium, but of course all across the campus. Here's what Mr. Lamberth had to say about what he hopes for his crew to develop in the mind he wants them to have this state of mind here's what he said about the cleanliness that he wants his crew to strive for i hope that the cleaning would be at a high standard when i look at it, they can tell it's clean rather than just clean you know like a, a god level clean so as mr lamberth says there right he doesn't want just a just a clean we don't want to have it to be just clean but to really strive for a, a god level clean that's a really uh, that's a high standard, but it is the standard, and it's really awesome for these students to be going into their jobs each and every day with that sort of mentality, with that sort of goal and that drive, that motivation, because it's not like every single job is easy to do. It's not that every single, you know, not everything is just pushing a broom around. Not everything is, is, is pushing a vacuum around across the carpet. Sometimes it's a little bit more taxing on the body. Sometimes there's a little bit more tediousness involved in the job. Sometimes it means getting down on the hands and knees and scrubbing the floor is hard. Sometimes it means getting detailed with all the crevices and the cracks and making sure that every single detail is clean. Every single crevice and crack is detailed and clean, I should say. The auditorium is in regular use. Hundreds of people come from Philadelphia Church of God services, they come for the church services once a week and on ha annual holy days. Key of David presenter, Mr. Gerald Flurry, he frequently records his television program on the stage of Armstrong Auditorium in the theater. Plus, the auditorium hosts dances, uh, dance practices, concert performances, recitals, and rehearsals for musical productions like the upcoming one that Mr. Ryan Malone, the music director director here at the college, just recently completed. Uh, Paul, Ambassador and Bonds is the name of that musical, and it debuts in December. So hopefully some of you will be able to attend that as well. But preventing 
The buildup of dust, dirt, oil, and other signs of use requires an ongoing effort and a delicate touch from all these students to make sure that God's house, the Armstrong Auditorium, stays in wonderful condition for others to enjoy, for others to appreciate, and so that it reflects God's cleanliness and God's glory. So here's what Erica Anderson had to say about cleaning the auditorium and, and how often they do it and what goes into the cleaning of this uh, immaculate building. The auditorium we clean every Sunday and, um, because, you know, after services and everything. And um, there's a lot that goes into it. There's the handrails, which I don't specifically do, but it does take a while because there's a process. It's kind of a three-step process. And um, just doing that... Um, and then, yeah, just the mirrors and, uh, well, okay, the vacuuming. There is a specific technique for that. You have to make triangles. <laughs> I guess that's a small detail that most people would probably overlook. Like Erica brings up there, there are small details such as the vacuuming, the, the little triangles that they have to make in the carpet. It takes a lot of time and effort. I remember doing this my freshman year during the Feast of Tabernacles one year. I was on the temporary custodial crew and... Uh, and learning to do those triangles was a little bit challenging, I'll admit, for myself. It was fun. It was enjoyable. And it was a neat special detail that we added to the vacuuming uh, procedure and the auditorium. And it's beautiful when you're standing from the balcony looking down onto the grand lobby floor. It, uh, all those triangles stand out very clearly, very well defined, and it's a nice addition to the, uh, to the look, to the appearance, to the presentation of the Armstrong Auditorium. So there's li- that's a little detail, but like she says there, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a detail that a lot of people don't, uh, may not know goes into cleaning the house and, 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 of course, other places too have similar types of details and things that go into making the cleanliness even more special. It's a God-level clean, right? It's a God-level clean. That's what Mr. Lamberth was talking about. And that's the kind of standard that these students strive for each and every day when they clean God's campus. For some of them, it's changed their own perspective on how they uh, take cleanliness in their own lives, which is a really, really wonderful, wonderful outcome and effect that custodial has on some of these students. Here's what Anastasia Hunt had to say about her experience in, in doing custodial and how it's affected her life and changed her own perspective on cleanliness. Before I was working on like cleaning things, I was kind of a mess myself and I didn't put as much thought into cleaning or I didn't really notice when things were dirty before. But I'll walk around now and what people who may not work on custodial would consider clean. I noticed the little things like, oh, that's dusty, and or there's a single piece of grass on the ground. <laughs> and it's a way more noticeable, and I'm way more nitpicky about how kind of dirty everything is now. What Anna is talking about there is really how it should affect every student, quite frankly. It's a, you know, Bren- Mr. Benjamin Franklin, he, he said or is quoted as saying that Godliness or cleanliness, excuse me, is next to godliness. And First Corinthians fourteen talks about God is not the author of confusion, he, but all things should be done decently and in order. That chapter talks about, and and that's exactly what these students learn by doing custodial. They learn how to make things decent and 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 in order. They learn how to 
make things clean and, and to strive for a standard of perfection in everything that they do. Custodial is one of those jobs where you get detailed and you truly, they truly do learn the difference between uh, maybe a, a 9 out of 10 and a 10 out of 10. They go the extra mile and they do their very best to make it as clean and presentable and as reflective of God and his mind and his standard as possible. It's a beautiful thing. Talia Gregory, she talks a little bit about some of the challenges that custodial presents. I think it is quite tiring at times because you're always moving around, you're always doing something. I I mean, when you have to clean a few different buildings on campus, you have to walk quite far. But but then it's also a little bit challenging physically because you're just always moving, but it keeps you active and it keeps you always thinking about being healthy and strong. So it's great, actually. As Talia said there, it keeps you thinking about being healthy and strong and vibrant, on the move, always producing. Armstrong College custodians, they also have opportunities that are quite unique to their department, such as interacting with the faculty and ministry as they clean their offices. So here's what uh, Erica Anderson had to say about that, and also uh, Talia. She also makes a comment regarding this wonderful, special aspect of custodial. So I was cleaning Seth Malone's office, and he has two trash cans. And so, um, like normal, I was going in to, you know, rem- like change them. And then I just noticed there's just like a bunch of nails and just cardboard and random stuff. And then there was a like full-on backpack in the other one. And I was like, what in the world? And yes, because he's working on stuff for the Paul musical, he um, there was these sandals, and he was taking out all of the nails from the bottom of them and throwing them away. And... Yeah, there's a bunch of like paint and random stuff and wigs <laughs> and things just in preparation for the Paul musical. So that was pretty interesting. I mean, I really love being able to do the offices for the ministers because you get to you get to see them and say hello to them all the time and it's cool to go in and be able to dust their shelves and everything cuz you get to see like their knickknacks and you get to Mr. Turgeon does Uh, a joke of the day with whoever comes into his office so he has this little joke of the day calendar and he always asks the two of us to read out the joke to him and he tries to guess what the answer is so that's pretty fun. So these students get a little bit of an inside scoop sometimes on what's going on in the work and they interact with the ministry in unique circumstances and really personable circumstances. It's a special thing that they get to enjoy and participate in. One of the students cleans Mr. Gerald Flurry's office each week as well. That's a great opportunity for them. And and uh, so there's different, different ways in which this particular department is blessed, but those are just a few of them. But the, the nature of the job also provides custodians the opportunity to get to know each other as they wipe down the windows and organize shelves and buff floors and take out the trash. Some, some of the departments are a little bit more challenging to socialize in, but custodial is one of them in which you can get to know your classmates a little bit more often than you could in other departments. Here's uh, one more clip from Talia about meeting new people and getting to know others, and then also we'll play a clip from Daniel Van Halteren from the, from the Netherlands about the opportunity custodial presents to, to uh, converse with other people as well, as opposed to his previous job. 
So here are these two students. I think it's different here because you work with people back home. I just did it all by myself, so it's kind of lonely. But here you get to work with other people and um, you get to meet a lot of new people. Well, I was kind of excited because I was on landscaping before and um, I was pulling weeds the entire time and there were the closest person to me was probably 50 yards away so I couldn't really talk to him and that changed with custodial. That's what I really liked about it, that I wasn't so far away from people whilst I was working so I could actually talk to them instead of being on my own, which wasn't very fun. Some days the work is more solitary than social and uh, some listen to KPCG programs like this one perhaps, some work in silence and some in thought. Bill Wallace has something to say about this and how there's an opportunity in custodial on, on occasion to spend time thinking about assignments and other things that, that uh, need to be worked on in the academic sphere of the college experience. Definitely I do plan, I do think about other things when I'm working. Uh, depend, it depends on the job, obviously. There's some jobs that are a little more involved than others. If I'm doing uh, uh, carpet cleaning, for instance, or I'm doing, just doing the bathrooms, I'm thinking in my mind usually about you know, a school assignment. You know, Being a junior now, I have a lot of uh, high-intensity assignments that I have to keep on top of, so it gives me a lot of good time to think about a new sermonette topic, a new speech topic or paper topic. The jobs vary quite a bit. Some, some of them are just a quick wipe down of things, and uh, some are tedious detailing. Some are a matter of writing lists or extending tools to clean hard-to-reach places, like the Armstrong Auditorium windows. Garrett Martian, he's the window fella around here. We call him the window guy. Or at least I do. Uh, he goes around and cleans all the windows on the campus, which is undoubt- undeniably a full-time job. This is what uh, Garrett Mardian had to say about his routine during the week. Here's uh, Garrett. I have two instances where I clean the auditorium. I'll clean it on Sundays with everyone else. Uh, we'll do handrails, and I'll, after handrails, I'll go help with vacuuming or whatever. And then during the week, I usually spend a day or two where I clean the windows around the auditorium, the mirrors inside, and uh, some of the doors on the east and west side of it as well. I think probably the most challenging thing is cleaning the brass that's around the windows. Uh, sometimes there's dirt or something that gets stuck on it, and I just have to like try to muscle it out. Challenges and various uh, difficulties do arise do- doing this job of custodial, but again, like Mr. Lambert said, these students are learning how to raise their st- standards to a God-level cleanliness. I think it'd be worth playing that clip from Mr. Lambert one more time here before we conclude uh, just to just to again emphasize the importance of of cleanliness and God's standards of living, and of course, just how it, really it's a great lesson for these students, a spiritual lesson and parallel that they can take from doing this job as they clean the physical buildings. It's a great reminder that we always need to clean our spiritual buildings, our minds, and our bodies, and make sure that we are reflecting God, and that facet of our life in every facet of our life. I hope that the cleaning would be at a high standard. When I look at it, they can tell it's clean rather than just clean. You know, like a a God-level clean. A God-level clean, that's what we strive for. So if you have the chance to visit headquarters here in Edmond, take a look around and enjoy the outside and the inside of the buildings And if you see a custodian in one of their maroon shirts traversing the campus, going from building to building, keeping it clean 
and presentable and pristine, please be sure to give them a thanks, and I can assure you they'll be happy to hear how appreciative we all are. Well, thank you for joining us today on Behind the Work. A big thank you to those involved in helping to produce this month's edition of Behind Armstrong College. And, of course, we look forward to you joining us again next week when Mr. Grant Turgeon will be back with you on the program. It's been good to be with you. I'm Parker Campbell, and this has been Behind the Work. You've been listening to Behind the Work. Email your thoughts to comments at kpcg.fm. Listen for a new episode each Monday at 1130 a.m. Central Time.